What's up, what it do? It's your boy, Daddy Gamer, aka Player One, and welcome to another episode of The Gamers Den. If this is your first time here, this is the show where I go over video game news, tech news, and a little bit of everything else. And we started off with a thing called Quick Hits. So today on Quick Hits, we got two articles to go through, you know what I'm saying? And they real quick, you know, they fun and very informational, cause y'all know, we it's a little bit of everything else. So sometimes we got some cool fun stuff and sometimes we got some real info stuff. And today we got some stuff on the tech side of things. So headline reads, a new video game project pulled in over $55 million in less than one week entirely through NFT sales of virtual land. Now, some of the things I subscribe to and or pay attention to on the internet and read about on the internet is crypto in this NFT space and stuff like that. So I've been aware of people making it an importance to get into the to digital world, you know, this metaverse, the ready player one type stuff, buy digital land, virtual land, because this is where we had it in the next coming handfuls of years. So let's go ahead and get into it. Despite having no players and not being available to play, a new video game has already pulled in over $55 million in sales. Rather than excited customers putting down money to pre-order the upcoming game, that money is actually coming from sales of virtual land within the game's virtual world. Homes started at just a shy $3,300 and one plot of land went for $972,000. Well, yeah, basically. And total sales of virtual land have thus far pulled in over $55 million. Okay, so first and foremost, that's just crazy. And maybe I should have saved this as the last topic because uh, <laughs> this seems like uh, I'm going to have to spend a little more than a minute to two minutes on this. You know, and they say that's, you know, based on today's value of cryptocurrency, namely Ethereum and uh, stuff like that. So I want to see if I can find the name of it. Okay, so the that's because the new game Legacy. Okay, so I guess the game is called Legacy. Um, yeah, the game Legacy is foundationally built on so-called Web3 concepts like blockchain technology, NFTs, and cryptocurrency. It's a new spin on the old video game genre known as God game and is being creatively led by the game developer most directly associated with popularizing that genre. Peter, I don't know how to say his name. Molly No? I probably did say it right. Or Molly No or Molly New. A populist in black and white fame. Since announcing the since announcing the in-game land sale last Saturday, from the point in time of the article. Legacy developers 22 Cans and Gala Games have nearly sold out of virtual homes in virtual London. The game is expected to launch for PC and Mac in 2022. So that's right around the corner. There's no specific date. The game is described as the first ever blockchain business sim. So y'all know I'm from the school of reading, you know what I'm talking about. I'm from the school of reading and I had to get my read on. Because that's just information that we had to get. We had to know. So 
this quick hits, this one may be like five minutes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I'm gonna definitely look into this. Um, Y'all search up legacy or search up, you know, this type of stuff, game selling out, try to find it, get it in if you can. Um, you know, I, I'm gonna definitely get in if I can, you know what I'm saying? And this is uh, interesting and pretty dope, you know? This is just where we going with the technology, you know what I'm saying? Sooner or later, it's gonna be player one. I was just telling my folks this the other day, like, yo, the world is going to go to, if not already be getting prepped and going towards the the theme and world of Ready Player One, where we'll be doing things in the virtual world, mainly versus the outside world. If y'all really paid attention to Ready Player One, remember when the dude with the face tat, he was getting followed by the drone? Yeah. Now look where he was shopping at. He was shopping at basically a desk with a sign on it. Dog. Nah, bruh. Like, that's the economy in the world. Y'all think it ain't coming, but it is. Let's move on to the next thing. And next thing we have is pretty funny though. Headline reads, GM starts delivering electric Hummer pickup trucks to customers. So y'all know I also talk about this electric stuff from time to time with the e-vehicles and all that. Y'all know the guy has an e-bike. I'll be I'll be going on that thing. All right, so let's get into it. GM has officially started sending his Hummer EV Edition 1 pickup trucks out of the factory into the driveways of customers, according to a press release on the company's website. Built on the Altium platform, the Hummer EV Edition 1 model comes with a hefty $110,000 price tag along with up to 1,000 horsepower, 11,500 pounds of torque, and an estimated 330 mile range. Now, first and foremost, that's raw, right? Now let me tell y'all uh, to give y'all a more realistic perspective of e-vehicles, right? And just electrical and electric powered vehicles. I have an e-bike, right? Now, I'm myself, I'm bigger than the e-bike. You did what I'm saying? Like, I'm completely, I'm like, I'm like a whole, like, it, it's small, right? And you really see how small it is when I'm on it, right? But at full charge, I got speed. As the battery goes down, I don't have as much speed, but you know, I still got a nice little pace of zoom, boom. I can go about maybe up to 15 miles an hour on the bike, right? Do I drive it on the street? No, because people around this mug don't know how to drive. Um, so it says an estimated 330 mile range on it. That's in any direction, right? And that's just any direction, you know? So if you're going, you know, and that's even from point A to point B, from point B to point A, depending on if where you're going, it's going to be 150 miles there and back dig what I'm saying so on my bike I get about I can go a 15 mile distance in any direction on one charge I can go 15 miles on one charge so on one charge of this uh, you charge the Hummer up you're gonna be able to go 330 miles in distance off one charge that's crazy bro that's crazy. I would. I was thinking it was gonna have more. I mean, I was at least hoping 500 to be honest with you, but it is what it is, man. 
Let's keep going. Features unique to the vehicle include a crab walk, a mode that enables the truck to drive diagonally at low speeds by pivoting the rear and front wheels at the same angle. Another feature increases the height of the truck's suspension by six inches, potentially allowing the truck to clear large rocks or water when off-roading in the fine print. GM says that this feature won't come with the 2022 edition one models, but will be available via a free software update and will come standard in any models produced in 2023 and beyond. So what that means is not only cars, but um, just technology as we're going, it's like a phone, right? It's like you get an up-to-date phone now. You get the 2020 phone. You get the 2019 phone. You get the 2021 phone. You get the 2022 phone. In 2025, you can still have that phone because you just updated it with the software to keep it going to download the apps and to keep it running. Same thing when we come into with the cars now because that's exactly what they said. And that's dope. You know what I'm saying? Y'all know how to uh, shout out to my country boys. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to my rednecks. Shout out to all my black folks that got the trucks. They got them Fords. You know what I'm talking about? And y'all lifted up off the ground and y'all lifted up them inches. Same thing with this Hummer, man. Same thing with the electric Hummer. You talking about? So this is pretty dope. Um, you know, e-cars. I'm definitely going to be looking into just e-cars in, in general. Yeah, Tesla already out here, but... You know what I'm saying? I mean, if they making pickup trucks and SUVs, electric trucks, and they making Hummers, yeah, it'd be cool to get one. You dig what I'm saying? But I, I just hope as as a world, as, as human society, as a world, that we just don't go full electric and that we still need gas. Because gas, man. <laughs> and that's going to do it for quick hits. If you're still here in the video and you made it this far, I appreciate you. I really do appreciate you. You know what I'm talking about. I really rock with y'all. Don't forget to hit that like button and subscribe for more. And this portion of the show is where we do community clips. If you don't know what community clips is, community clips is where I show dope clips, funny clips, killer clips, competitive clips, whatever from the gaming community and my community. So if you want your clip shown on the platform, whether you're a hardcore gamer or a casual gamer, make sure you email thegamersdencc at gmail.com. Again, email thegamersdencc at gmail.com. You do that. Also, make sure you like your page is uh, in there with the video when you email it, whether it's your, your Twitter, your Instagram or your YouTube, your TikTok, whatever you use, and you know, you want to build your following on, make sure you send that with your clip as well. That way you can get your credit. But we have no entries this week, but it's okay because I'ma hold it down for everybody. I'm always coming up with clips because I'm always just experiencing the most randomest, funniest, dopest, goofiest stuff in any video game on the game. So right here we have uh, a chicken dinner that was lost in PUBG because the man was getting trolled by a bunch of frying pans and he ended up dying by a frying pan, which was honestly funny, man. Rotate.
I was laughing like a dog, bro. I'm just like, oh, no, they playing with Buddy. I'm like, how you really shooting at these folks and they playing with you? I'm like, wow. Mm -hmm. It was a dope game, too, you know what I'm saying? Like, we made it right to the end, and, you know, they, they, trolled, him out. they trolled Buddy out, man. They trolled him out. All right, but that's going to do it for that. Let's go ahead and get into it with the main topic. Now, the main topic of the day is like y'all see in the uh, title. We have the 2022 video game schedule as of the point in time of making this video. Now, this could also change as the years go on. As we all know this year after year, especially with this pandemic COVID thing happening, how we seen everything slated for 2020, 2021, push back the year, push back a couple months. So link is in the description if you want to see this list. You know what I'm saying? If you want to see the full list. But some of the games, you know, I just want to I'm just I, I cherry picked, right? Because talking about all the games would have been way too long. So I just cherry picked some of the games that's uh, slated and or to be announced to come out 2022 just wanted to share that with y'all so you know we looking at the game schedule and you know just games i'm looking forward to pretty much as uh as the year comes so starting off with game number one is dynasty warriors nine empires and the reason why i'm excited about this game is because it's coming to the stadia platform as well so the initial drop date is February 15th, which is great. That's right around the corner, so to speak. But it might be a month or two after that is going to come on the Stadia platform. But nonetheless, the, the people who make this game, the developers, the creators, the studios, all that, they said that it's going to be on the Stadia platform, which is dope because the Stadia platform has a lot of value. The Stadia platform is the best and the premier model of a cloud gaming platform right now. So I can't wait to experience this on the cloud and just be able to one click and play, pull up Dynasty Warriors 9 and just get the whack, 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 whack. Cause you know, war tactics, we, we live by war tactics to this day. The art of war was made by a dude who probably been dead for over a hundred years. And we still, you know, living and using these tactics day in and day out today. You know what I'm saying? So. If you like war tactic games and you just run around slashing people, crashing people, bashing people all day, Dynasty Warriors is definitely a franchise game you should be getting into. They almost had 10 games. You heard me say nine. <laughs> all right. The next game is Horizon Forbidden West. Now, I still need to play the first Horizon game. And even though I watch them, watching it and playing the game is two different things. So... I can, um, you know, give Gorilla their accolades and give them their credit, but I still have to play the game and get that feel for the game. Like, how does it feel setting up a trap for this type of creature? How does it feel attacking this creature? How does it feel going through this sequence of things in the game? You know what I'm saying? So, I but I still have high hopes and high expectations for Horizon Forbidden West because, you know... One of the, like I said, Guerrilla Games, right? They made the Killzone game. Killzone was a great franchise. It is a great franchise. It's my favorite first-person shooter game. And at the time, when Killzone 2 was out, I would rather play that than a Call of Duty game. 
You know what I'm saying? Even kills on three. But the fact that they were able to transition in from that game and they made a game like this, like you gotta give credit and respect where it's due, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, I, I you know, I just can't wait to see where this story goes, what has what happens in this game and and what's the end game of this. Moving on, the next game is Elden Ring. Now, Elden Ring has a lot of hype around it. And this game is slated to come out February 25th. So Elden Ring, you know, Bandai Namco, they might have something on their hands. I think Bandai Namco is behind this. You know, it's from the vein of Dark Souls. I've played Dark Souls a little bit. There is a level of difficulty in that game. And it's like, at the time I, I was playing it, I wasn't going to have the time to actually immerse myself into the world of a Dark Souls game. And you know, okay, I know to do this, I know to do that, attack this, okay, I'm used to the difficulty level. You know, I just hide and buy to get the game, you know what I'm saying? And it was just like, oh, but Elden Ring, I'm hyped for. I did a react, I, I tried to do a reaction to it, it was messed up. Video ain't come out right. Of the trailers of the gameplay. The gameplay looked great, the graphics looked great, the art looked great, everything looked great. You know, everything is so far so good. It looked great. It sound good. You dig what I'm saying? So, uh, you know, that is what it is. Next is something that is very high on my list. If not top, actually number one, if not number two of what I'm anticipating and will be spending my money on guaranteeing. Tiny Tina's Wonderlands. And this is slated to come out March 25th. Now, if you've been a subscriber on my channel, you know that I made Borderlands 3 content and then I stopped. Now, if you don't know why I stopped making content as far as Borderlands 3 content, I stopped making Borderlands 3 content because Borderlands 3 was just, there's an imbalance with the game, right? Not, I mean, I'm not talking about like the actual weapons and the scaling of the game, no. Like the leveling system, the scaling is, I actually like it. That's not what I'm talking about. It was just, it was just the imbalance of the expectations from the Borderlands 3 community and what we got is too it was too much. It was too much because at this point from Borderlands 2, it then we get all the DLC for that, and then you get the pre-sequel, and then we get tales from the Borderlands, we get all this information, we get all this story and backstory of the lore in the world of Borderlands. Yes, this is, it is a very expansive world and it's not really a, a set thing, but even from Borderlands 1, you know, we get all this story, we get all this gameplay, we get all these mechanics, we get all this stuff. And we're so pumped and ready as a community. Where was I? I was at community. We so pumped up and ready to go as a community, we ready to hear and go through this war or whatever the Watcher is talking about. And when we didn't get that, and we was getting characters like Ava, we was getting all this, this, well, I actually liked it, Tyrene. I ain't like Troy, you know what I'm saying? Tyrene is bae, you know what I'm talking about? I mean, I ain't gonna let her leech me or nothing, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, she could definitely, you know what I'm talking about? You know, it was, it was the same thing with AJ Lee, you know what I'm saying? I was just like, she may or may not can do the, do the thing, the octopus on me, but I mean, you did what I'm saying. I, I, I'm just saying, but I'm just, it was just like, bro, nobody asked for this. Nobody wanted this. This was not it. You might be pandering here. 
you might be pandering there. And, you know, it was cool, man. Like, like Borderlands 3 is still cool. Like, I, I go through this every day with myself. Should I buy it on Stadia? Should I not buy it? You know, to keep making content, you know, whatever. Because somebody said, oh, you should just make Borderlands 3 content. You get more views. And, yeah, I want more views. But I also want to make content that I actually care about. I actually want to make content that is meaningful to me. And this, this show is meaningful to me. It's other games I like that are meaningful. Well, okay, so they made a very bad game in the sense of writing. Okay, it was bad. If Tiny Tina's Wonderlands is bad, then I don't I don't know, man. The future of Borderlands is in trouble. And I've already said that. So, you know, I'm gonna have if any if any game on this list, whether I said or not, it'll be that game. Tiny Tina's Wonderland. It's that game that I have high expectations for, that I'm gonna put to the fire and that I will go viral for again. Cause y'all thought when I put out that leak video that it was some bullshit. Then what happened when Ava Murder Mysteries came out and everything came out like I said in my leak video? Y'all was coming back to them comment sections like, everything you said word for word, bar for bar, my whole flow was right. Let me tell y'all something. I'm right a lot. I'm not trying to brag, you know what I'm talking about? I'm just being honest. You know, I, I, I'm kind of, I'm wrong. I'm wrong on things too. But my track record, whether you know me or not, I can tell you I'm right more times than I'm wrong. But just, you know, when I'm wrong, I'm wrong. You know what I'm saying? It just is what it is. I'm mad enough to know and be able to be like, okay, yeah, I was wrong right here. It's just you or nobody in the world is going to make me feel bad about it. Like, I already said I was wrong. If you're going to keep going about it, you get smacked. But, um, yeah, that's that's going to be a game that's definitely under the microscope. Next, we have Forspoken. This game is to come out May 24th, I think. My fours and nines almost look the same. May 24th. Now, the game, the gameplay is what kind of gets me. But at the same time, I don't know how that story is going to be, right? We've seen trailers. We've seen something else. And I just remembered a game that's not on here and that you, YouTube, did not see because I did not upload it on here. So maybe that's what I'll do. I'll upload that on here. That way it's up on here too because I uploaded all the other ones but that one. So Forspoken, um, you know, we see all the girls. She went in the portal and she was getting bullied. You know, by people and they they packed around. I was like, oh my god, you know, all kinds of stuff. It was crazy, and I don't know if just from the bits and pieces that I got from the trailers, I don't know if I'm gonna be fond of the story. It, but from my lens, how I'm seeing just the trailer and the gameplay, what we got, it's looking like Forspoken is gonna be one of those games that's a mechanical and technical masterpiece, but the story is god awful. Elden Ring might be one of those too, but you know, that's give or take because that's in the vein of Dark Souls. Okay, second to last, we have Gotham Knights. Gotham Knights is something I'm definitely gonna be trying to spend my money on too. I'm gonna, I'm gonna put it to y'all like this. It's either gonna be Tiny Tina's Wonderland or Gotham Knights that I'm buying. <laughs> one of the two, because both of them ain't getting got. Now, Gotham Knights was supposed to come out last year, 2021. So if you see this in 2022, it was supposed to come out in 2021. 
or in 2020, but they got pushed back. Ever since the pandemic, this is one of the games that got pushed back. Now, I'm not necessarily mad at it because I want people to be able to iron out and hammer out those kinks and stuff like that. That way we can have a near perfect game. Like there is not ever going to be a perfect game. Like you can give a game five out of five, but that's after you played it, you explored it, you got you found all the Easter eggs, whatever the case. Like Borderlands 2 would be a five out of five game, but that's after all the DLC comes out. Not including uh, Commander Lilith DLC. So, you know, Gotham Knights, you know, it looks fun. We're not playing as Batman no more. We get to play as Robin, Red Hood, Batgirl, all that. You know, so I think we get to play as Damian Wayne, Jason Todd, you know, because yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, Nightwing too. You know, so I'm excited about that game. You know, it's definitely going to be co-op. So I think that'd be something fun to do with the channel and just play as a whole. Um, I'm just going in that one. Just, you know, I'm going to just judge what I get and enjoy the game. And that's just something I'm going to do with all these games is just enjoy them because that's what we play games to do is just enjoy our time and stuff. And, you know, we get off work or we don't do whatever we do and we might want to boot up the game. So whether you play Sonic or whether you play uh, fucking Mario, it don't matter. You just want to enjoy some time and enjoy yourself. And that's what you do for entertainment. So the last game... I forgot what it was called, but it was showed in the PlayStation, uh, like the PlayStation Showcase. And I did a reaction to the PlayStation Showcase, but I never uploaded it on YouTube. I uploaded it on Hideout. It got hundreds and hundreds of views on Hideout. So if y'all wondering why I'm like, I'm uploading all these, all this stuff, and it's like whatever the case. Well, if you've been keeping up, I've been uploading on Hideout TV. You know what I'm saying? It's a lot more engagement over there. And I can actually gauge stuff over there versus YouTube. You know what I'm saying? So, but I'm going to just do both and just say F it. Rock out with both and just go up and turn up everywhere on any and all platforms. So, whatever that game is, um, it had like a, a girl and like she was running around like she had a drone with her. Like, it was some crazy creature theme. Like, she didn't chop the thing nose off or the face off something. I don't know, but it was hard. That game, that shit was hard, bro. I'm like, yo, what is this? This shit is hard. She going crazy. They in space. I was like, oh, my God, what the was going on in here? So, you know what I'm saying? I'm just like, yo, this is crazy. That game, I have high expectations for, and that's what I'm looking forward to as well. I don't know. I don't remember the name. I think it was like Project something. Was it? Not Project Scarlet. What was it? Project Project something, bro. I don't know. But it was Project something. When I dropped the... Uh, I'm, I'm going to drop the PlayStation thing this week. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to drop the PlayStation reaction this week because I save all my videos. All my videos are backed up. So if you really try and take my content, run off on me with my shit... I will go broke and sue me your ass. Because I keep all my content and update. I even write shit down, dog. Like, I will I will take your life away from you. I'm not playing. I will take your life away from you. <laughs> so, um, yeah. And that's going to do it for this episode of The Gamers Den. If you like this episode, make sure you hit that like button and subscribe. Drop every week one episode every week i do live streams on the channel every week 
I'm gonna try and uh, well, if you try to, I'm gonna do three days a week. You know what I'm talking about. I'm gonna pick a time, so definitely follow the social medias, Twitter, Instagram. That way you can keep up with that. I'm more active on Twitter than Instagram. So boom, boom. I know y'all been seeing this. I know y'all been seeing the merch and all this stuff. Don't worry. We gonna I'm gonna re-up, re-up on that. We gonna re-rock all that. It's gonna be good. I got a lot of stuff coming. Got a lot of stuff that need to be done. So. Make sure y'all support that way I can keep doing this. Cause like I said, this is the content I care about in my live streams and all that. You know, I'm not just doing shit for clicks and all that, none of that. You know, we just, this is just what, you know, this is something that I, I care about and this means something to me. The industry, it means something to me. And I just want to contribute and give my two cents because I may have more insight than somebody else. And my insight may be able to help people in the industry, of the industry, and people who just fans. It's your boy, Dan Gamer, Player One. I'm going to catch y'all next time, man. Gone.